I'm talking to the great Mark Spitz. I got to thank David Rosen a million times for making this all happen. You're the father of two sons, um, so you can speak as a parent as well. When we talk about Tiger Woods and his dad teaching him all about golf, but what made him the champion that he was, and I'm not looking into his entire life, just as his golf life, but people don't give enough credit to his mom giving him the mental toughness. So I want to know, what is it that your mom and dad said to you that gave you the mental toughness? You obviously had the physical capabilities, but was there anything in particular that your dad or your mom said to you that that gave you that mental toughness? Um, you know, first of all, they they weren't, and we weren't very wealthy as a family. So, but he did provide, you know, for a great home. Mm-hmm. And my mom drove me to practice all the time because I couldn't drive when I was ten, eleven, twelve when mm-hmm. I first started off as an age group swimmer. I think that. Um, uh, he certainly pointed out some facts that may have not been as apparent to when you're nine or ten years old that, you know, he used to ask me, and in those days we only had six-lane pools. He said, how many people are in the pool, Mark? And I'd say, well, there's six, Dad. And he'd go, well, how many people win? i go, well, I think there's just one winner. He says, yep, and you can win from any lane. Just get to the finals. Wow. Things like that, you know, wow. um, and uh, just a little bit of a perspective. And I find them to, uh, and found them to be humorous, to be honest with you. My mom was my greatest advocate. Wow. I think she fended off my, my father being too, uh, having maybe too much pressure on me. I think part of that pressure actually came from the fact that I think as I started to become more successful as an athlete, I think I took it upon myself to expect more for myself. But I think that's a natural instinct that if, you know, misery loves company. And if the company is that I'm always on the award stand and getting first place, I don't want to relinquish that. (laughs) So therefore, there's a lot of hard work to get there all the time. And I remember the first world record that I ever broke. My coach, um, his name was George Haynes. He was also the coach of the guy I broke the world record from, Mm -hmm. which his name was Don Scholander, the 400-meter freestyle. And I remember him whispering in my ear, and he said, you know, the world will know what you did on Monday morning. You just went from the hunter to the hunted. Let's see what you can do. And there's a whole different transition when that happens wow. because, you know, we weren't born with a world record certificate. You know, we, mm-hmm. And we have to basically train and, and have a vision. And I think that my parents gave me that vision um, as it developed in front of all of us as a family. I certainly wasn't thinking about going to the Olympic Games when I was 14 years old. Hmm. But when I was 15 years old, I was swimming on a team with a guy who had just come back from the Tokyo Olympic Games in 1964, had had won four gold medals in swimming, and his name was Don Scholander. And I was then swimming right next to him in the lane hmm. uh, at practice. And so my vision of where the world was and where I thought I wanted to be was in the swimming pool every day. Hmm. And that, that, that my parents provided for me with that. That's just, you know, they talk about Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. The rest of us, not you, the rest of us 